Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, Forbes.com covering the Green Bay Packers long, long time, our buddy Rob Rice. Rob, how you doing? Good, Bill. How are you? Well, doing okay. I, I got to the link to your uh, to your story and what happened yesterday with the Green Bay Packers. First of all, give me your thoughts on what you saw out of the Packers yesterday in that loss. Well, obviously not much. They played, you know, they were borderline horrific in in every way, shape, and form. Starting, you know, starting with the quarterback who kind of continued a trend of of vanishing here in in big games. Um, his, his numbers, is, is, and we'll get into this, I'm sure, Billy. But um, it, you know, his numbers in big games, NFC Championship games, and numbers against elite defenses. Uh, the last decade or so have not been good. They didn't block well enough. Obviously, five sacks. Um, Rodgers was knocked down four. He was under pressure quite a bit throughout the course of the day. But they great players like Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes find a way to, to work work through that and put teams on their backs and carry them. That's something I don't think Rodgers is doing right now. I don't think he's done it for, for quite a while, and I'm not sure he can do it again. On the defensive side, Bill, clearly that was – extremely disappointing and, and Mike Pettin's seat should just be getting hotter and hotter no pressure whatsoever on Brady uh through the course of that game no sacks they, they struggled in the back without Kevin King um and Josh Jackson I think showed us that you know maybe maybe he doesn't deserve a spot on this roster for a whole heck of a lot longer Bill but uh yeah really really top to bottom uh, it was about as disappointing of an effort as I, I think you would see. And, and I think the continuing trend with this team, Bill, is that you know once they're down in football games and, and once they get punched in the head a couple of times, they don't have a whole lot of fight to, to work their way back. It, that, that's kind of been a consistent theme throughout Rodgers' career, and it's certainly been a consistent theme under Matt LaFleur here where their average loss, um, you know, since LaFleur, they, they've won the overwhelming majority of games, Bill, under under Matt LaFleur, but their average loss under LaFleur is also 19.5 points, which is crazy uh, for a team that good to be getting blown out that often. So, yeah, really, I, I thought yesterday's game, you know, it shows just what a week-to-week league this is, Bill. It, you know, the well, a week ago we thought Green Bay might be the best team in the conference and maybe the league, and, and now they're now they're the number five five seed in the conference just that quick, Bill. It, it changes quickly. Yeah, the uh, I, I want to go back to the uh, the Aaron Rodgers uh, headline on the story that said uh, Aaron Rodgers' game yesterday is the reason that they drafted Jordan Love. Give, kind of explain what it is you're saying by that. So clearly, the, the, the organization will tell you say all the right things publicly um, when, when they drafted Jordan Love um, that they that they still love Aaron Rodgers that. That they're committed, to Aaron Rodgers, uh, Matt Lafleur, Brian Gutekunst across the board are going to sing Aaron's praises and compliments. Actions in this league speak louder than words. We, we know that, um, and, and and you see that across all levels of sports. When when you trade up in a draft to select a quarterback in the, in the first round, we're in a day and we're in an era, Bill, where guys don't sit for very long. The last quarterback 
taken in the first round to even sit three seasons was Aaron Rodgers back in 05. Quarterbacks in the first round get on the field pretty quickly. And, and, and that's going to be the case with Jordan Love. Um, and, and my point here was this was just a reminder that this is why yesterday's game was a, a complete reminder why the Packer brass went ahead and drafted Jordan Love. And, and my belief, Bill, is Love will be their quarterback by 2022. Um, but the history here of the, of the last 10 years, Bill, really since the Super Bowl win where Aaron Rodgers was tremendous, don't get me wrong, 111 passer rating, three touchdowns in, in the 31-25 win over Pittsburgh. But that's in 2010, Bill. That's a decade ago. Um, if, if you then look at Aaron, to me, Bill, his five biggest football games outside of the Super Bowl, four NFC Championship games, and then the game in the 2011 Divisional Playoffs against the, the New York Giants when the Packers were 15-1, and one, and everybody believed they were well on pace to, to go back-to-back uh, and win a second straight Super Bowl. Those performances have been borderline dreadful, Bill. Uh, passer rating in the, in the 2010 NFC Championship game, 55. It was 55 again in the 2014 NFC Championship game. Uh, Green Bay was down 24 nothing to Atlanta uh, at halftime of the 2016 NFC Championship game and 31 nothing in that game, Bill, uh, early in the third quarter. San Francisco routed them last year. That game was 27 nothing at halftime of the NFC Championship game. And then you go back to 2011 when, when everybody thought they were going to win another Super Bowl, Bill. Uh, Rodgers was completely outplayed that day by Eli Manning, and the Giants came into Green Bay and, and upset him as a nine-point underdog, 37-20. to 20. So Aaron, Bill, in these big games and these marquee games and against uh, you know high-level defenses ha- has really not pulled uh, you know pulled, held his share of the weight. And he, he, Bill, he's making $33 million this year. They need him to play like a Hall of Famer in these big-time games, and he just hasn't done it. Yesterday was just another reminder. The, the, the regular season game last year against San Francisco was a reminder. Some of these big games, Bill, he just he vanishes. And um, like I said, he's kind of the prototype. He's the model here. When, when you punch the Packers in the face, you punch them in the head once or twice. They don't have a whole lot of fight coming back, and, and that starts and ends really with the quarterback. And there's a lot of blame to go around, but it starts with Aaron Rodgers, and, and he has to find a way to fight back harder in these games because, Bill, they largely go in the fetal position and then just get blown out. Talking with Rob Reichel, Forbes.com, uh, covers the Green Bay Packers. Should they, though, have drafted – you know, Patrick Queen's having a hell of a season. Would that have helped this team? Another wide receiver or two, would that have helped Aaron Rodgers – or are we looking at the talent around him that the defense couldn't hold up? They couldn't stymie uh, a Tom Brady-led offense just before half to kind of keep it within two scores and a different mentality instead of taking the knockout blow to make it 28-10. to 10. Should they have gone in a different direction with more talent around Aaron Rodgers, or do you believe that Aaron Rodgers is the problem? Bill, I believe the organization came to the conclusion and the belief that they were not going to win another Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Brian Gutekunst, having seen, having seen what he has in these games I just outlined here for you, the NFC title games, you know, the games against high-level defenses like Denver in 15 and Seattle through the middle part of last decade, San Francisco last year, Tampa Bay yesterday, Bill, some of these high-level defenses, Aaron just hasn't been able to get them over the hump. Bill, now, Bill, I, w- I would argue that maybe in rounds two and three, Instead of taking another running back or a tight end, that's where you go and you find yourself another linebacker, a defensive lineman, a wide receiver to help the 2020 team. 
I had no problem whatsoever with the with the selection of Love, and and, and it's kind of twofold, Bill. Number one, again, I think organizationally, and this happens everywhere. It happened with them and Brett Favre in, in 07 when they decided it was time to move on to Aaron Rodgers. I just I think internally there was a belief they were never going to win another Super Bowl with Aaron, and when Love was there, a guy they coveted and a guy they really wanted. Um, it was the proper time to go ahead and strike. So I have no problem with that selection if it sets you up for the next 10 or 15 years, Bill, because what you're going to be looking at come 2022, Bill, is that, that that's the time I kind of circle and forecast that love takes over. Uh, Aaron has a salary cap hit that year of $40 million. Uh, if, if they move on from him before the 2022 season, Bill, his dead cap money is about 17. They'll save $23 million against the cap. Love will have sat for a couple of years. They'll turn it over, and that's you know that's twenty some odd million dollars, Bill. You can go spend on a on another corner, a pass rusher, a wide receiver, um, an outside linebacker, an inside linebacker, all these other spots where you do need help. I, I think they've tried it this way now for a number of years, with Aaron being the highest paid player in football, or or in the top three to five year to year as is quarterback salaries continue to escalate and and it just they, they haven't been able to get over the hump giving him 30 some odd million dollars every year and that and that contract's only getting higher and higher so i, I think again organizationally they came to a point where they said we're going to try it with a young quarterback you know like seattle did with russell wilson like kansas city did with with patrick mahomes and and we're going to try to win that way and put a lot of dollars in, in some other positions and hopefully our quarterbacks in the top half of the league probably won't be in the top five like Rodgers has been the majority of his career, but we're going to invest in these other places and then hope Jordan Love grows into a, a top eight, a top ten starter. Whether that's going to happen or not, Bill, I, I, we're all anxious to find out, but, but I think that's the plan they have in place. Rob, great stuff is always certainly interesting and something to think about, and it's a great read over there at Forbes.com. Always great to have you on. Thanks for coming on and a, and a quick turnaround too, pal. I appreciate it, okay? All right, always fun. Thanks, Billy. There you go. That is Rob Reichel. All you got to do is go to Forbes.com, read his stuff there regarding the Green Bay Packers, and he thinks that could they have put uh, additional weaponry around Aaron Rodgers? Should they? Yes. But he does not fault the first-round draft choice in the trade to pick up uh, Jordan Love if indeed they believe he is going to be the starter for the Green Bay Packers in 2022. Interesting stuff there. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.